0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Oris Digital Podcast. Got a cracker for you today. Just before I start, we're in association with crockerydirect.co.uk where we sell fantastic crockery. Go check it out. So for this episode, I am joined by my colleague and one of my very good
1: friends, Tom. Hello. Hello. Great intro, great intro. I'll be honest, that was... That was good. That was better than the last seven that I've done, so maybe permanently. We might have to do a poll. What do you reckon? Who does the best intro? I think all of our two listeners
0: would probably vote me, but that's because my mum listens. But anyway,
1: <laughs> you both voted for you.
0: Right. Well, for for this episode, I fancied a little chat about branding. Obviously, we're a digital marketing podcast and branding is quite important. I would like to think that I've got a keen eye for, you know, the creative side of marketing. So it's only just that we sort of talk about branding, really.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you say. You are the design creative arm of the Oris Digital Machine. So we rely on you for a lot of um, sort of that kind of content, your creativity. Uh, so it'd be good to pick your mind and hear what, sort of what you have to say on that.
0: Cool. Well, we can start then
1: by asking your question. What does like branding mean to you? Branding. So I'd say branding is like the the face of a business, isn't it? It's what people see and it's what they recognise, it's what they buy into. You can have hundreds of products which are sold separately, but you can never really be attached to those. But the brand is something a lot greater that will carry a much bigger weight when you're trying to build an audience, returning purchases, for example.
0: I mean, it's it's obviously the visualization of your business, but it sort of carries the ethos as well and, you know, your your Mm. standards. Exactly like what you said, and it just sort of brings it all together so that, you know, that logo is associated with that business. This business have these ideologies about them. And, you know, you either stand with them or you don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, in terms of like brand loyalty and brands that people are particularly attached to. Yep. Well, you'd say would have pretty successful branding. So, I mean, are there any that you are particularly loyal to? Just a sidestep. I wouldn't say I'm loyal to this specific
0: brand, but there's a brand that I did during or looked at during my studies at university that, absolutely loved that was paddy power obviously a gambling website i don't quite condone it these days but at the time when i was at uni they were doing a lot of the sort of ambush marketing and they were really hitting it off of social media to the point where i believe they were one of the top five gambling websites for or online gambling not not quite there with the brick and mortar stores, but yeah, their ambush marketing was just fantastic. They, the one that I can always remember is when they paid, uh, Nicholas Bentner to display Paddy power on his underwear during one of the European football games. And obviously he got fined, but the amount of media attention that, that got him and the company is fantastic. And then they're they're also, they're rugged way online and how they would just take the mick out of different teams, different footballers, etc. And they really got that customer engagement correct. I I still follow them today on Twitter where they take the absolute mick out of Fulham, (laughs) my team. And yeah, they, (laughs) they just get... Who doesn't? They just get fantastic customer engagement. And I think they're sort of... The way that they've branded themselves as, like, the bad child, the the delinquent sort of, in a sense, I think that's worked out really well. Uh, they've they've kept up with the times, and it's is exactly why they're one of the biggest gambling companies
1: at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely. I, what would you for people listening that aren't quite aware? Then, how would you describe ambush marketing? So it's it's basically
0: sort of piggybacking on. Sort of any opportunity, whether that be the media where you're not really sort of allowed to be there or meant to be there. So I can remember there was one time, Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it's either a broadcast for a sports game or if it was like a news broadcast. But some people, again associated with Paddy Power, got a massive banner in the background. I'm sure it was actually the F1. And I'm sure as they were racing around the track, certain angles, you could see a giant banner for Paddy Power and that's sort of ambush marketing because the media picked up on that and they were like oh look this is what Paddy Power are doing they're they're not an official sponsor but look what they're doing so it got them a lot of media attention still
1: yeah I don't know if this is a, a typical example of ambush marketing but the absolute classic uh, the company that are really good at it are Pepsi and I remember probably I mean most people my age will remember but it's I think it was a young kid that was a vending machine and they got Like Coke had already, Coca-Cola had already done an advert where someone was at a vending machine and then Pepsi basically just took that. And then the kid bought two cans of Coca-Cola just to stand on them so he could reach the button for the Pepsi. (laughs) That's brilliant. Have you ever seen that? I've, I've not, no. Absolute classic. One that comes to mind
0: is this. I don't know if you could classify it as ambush marketing, but clever marketing. When McDonald's did an advertisement once, I can't remember what their one said, but Burger King essentially purchased the, the plot next to them and went, Why dine with a clown when you can dine like a king? And obviously Burger King. And that's that's quite yeah. clever marketing, I thought. But yeah, just from Google, just for you know, anyone listening, the official terminology for ambush marketing is a marketing strategy in where an advertiser ambushes an event to compete for exposure against other advertisers. Yeah, I mean,
1: turning that background to branding on Coca-Cola, I mean, the, the Christmas lorry. Is there any greater sight of branding in the world? True, yes,
0: because it wasn't until I was probably about 16, 17 when I found out that Santa Claus is only red because of Coca-Cola. Exactly. I mean, that's amazing. If, yeah, it's amazing if you think about that. That is very on point branding. Obviously, Coca-Cola is pro- probably the most well-known brand in the world. And, you know, if you were to ask the average person, they you'd never think of Coca-Cola. Yeah,
1: I think Santa or Father Christmas, he needs to have sponsored by Coca-Cola on his, on his clothing. I think it's only fair.
0: <laughs> right, well, let's get into it a bit more then. Uh, what is your favorite brand and why? Wow well
1: question straight deep Just into front a question like that at me <laughs> favorite brands okay i mean I, I i can't think of my absolute favorite but i'll give you a couple of examples i love playstation i'd say that's one that i've sort of been loyal to with this sort of head-to-head battle that i have with the xbox regardless of which is more powerful i'm probably going to buy the playstation the second one probably whether they're, the, they're probably not the absolute best brand at what they do, but I'm just so bought into the brand and that's Callaway. I've not heard of them. Well, Callaway's is a golf, golfing brand, And I've been playing a lot of golf recently right. and they, I suppose they've got quite like a low to mid price point, but are still considered quality mm-hmm. and I wear All Callaway, just so I go out onto the golf course feeling like I'm sponsored by someone.
0: (laughs) It's not a bad way to do it.
1: Yeah. And in my head, I hear the roar from the crowd as I'm walking up and on the first tee (laughs) from Essex. But yeah, I keep all my clothing for golf uniform with Callaway. And again, they're not overly expensive. Golf can be a very, very expensive sport, but I feel like they've hit the balance branding wise of being a a quality sort of trusted brand that you know you can buy and nobody's going to look at someone wearing Callaway and think, oh, that's cheap. But it's also quite affordable. Yeah. So it struck a really good balance, I think. Cool, cool. I think for me, one of my favorite
0: would have to be Brewdog. Yeah. So obviously their logo is a dog within a shield and they have so many different beers owls ciders whatever but all of their sort of branding their cans no matter what colors they use no matter what patterns they have a certain structure to them and it just looks very like it's just aesthetically pleasing to me they they seem to target the correct people for this you know like the, the hipster type brand layout and uh, i think they just hit it on the head i really enjoy the fact that they have so many different colors and their cans and they can do effectively whatever they like but still be so recognizable and i yeah. think that's i think that's a, a big thing for a brand would be obviously recognition it's again when you when you think of brew dog I, I don't know about you but I would think straight to their punk IPA, you know, mm-hmm. a blue can. But they've got other ones like Elvis Juice, which is coloured in red and black. Obviously blue and red and black, totally different colours, but the way that they lay it out is yeah, brilliant. They stay very on brand. And I think it's a very hipster type brand and it it just works. Again, their branding is probably why they're they're so big now.
1: Yeah, I guess you can't really stress the importance of, you mentioned color there, like some brands are famous for their, their colors, aren't they? So if you're starting a a new business and you're going through the branding process, just how important choosing something as simple as the right color is in the long term. Yeah, and
0: especially choosing something simple,
1: <laughs> like you just said. Yeah, not making it too complicated.
0: Exactly, we've seen it a lot in football, where a lot of football badges are becoming very simple and very, you know, just uh, like a circular logo with a very simple graphic. Whereas before, they used to be very, you know, complex and sort of like arms type badges in a sense, or even count council badges, region badges, county badges. But I think that's that's to do with all all of like marketing in the world today and people's attention spans are rock bottom, seven, eight seconds. You need something quick. You need something simple, but something recognizable to sort of stand out as a good brand. Yeah.
1: i never liked Netflix's logo.
0: You never have? No.
1: Nah. Why is that? I'm not sure. The one is has red on black, and I, I know they've sort of tried to keep it as close to... When they started, I guess, as possible, but just don't, yeah, it's not for me. One that I do but don't like
0: is Amazon's logo because, well, at the beginning, obviously the the A to Z, the smile within the logo, it's all, it's all very clever and I really liked that about the logo, but it's come to the point where, because I follow a lot of graphic design things online. And it's been like this for years, but everyone points out that Amazon logo. And they're like, oh, great logo. Oh, look, this is a great logo. It has, you know, A to Z, but it's all for a smile. And it's become very oversaturated. And that's the logo I just can't stand seeing anymore. Because it's <laughs> it's just been sort of over-praised in a sense. And it gets on my nerves. <laughs> it's a lot like FedEx yeah. as well. But there's a secret arrow here.
1: Yes. <laughs> so no hidden messages is what you're saying. We don't want that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I I like I like the hidden messages. It's just when the, the oversaturation of people pointing it out just within general graphic design community type things.
1: Hmm.
0: But overall they are good logos. I quite like them.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. If we pull it to um, what we do a bit more specifically, so we've paid search and we also do social ads and display, and the branding is quite important for that aspect of it as well. a lot of with the google ads in particular it's you know we create ad copy for businesses and it's important that we recognize what their branding message is and that we stick as close to that as possible. We are essentially putting those ads in front of potential customers, so it's it's important that we we follow along their guidelines. It's probably
0: even more so important for us to do that because if you think about branding, you think visual. But again, like you said with ad copy, that's text-based. I know we've got also display and so, but with with the ad copy, with text-based ads, you still do want to get across that branding, but through the wording. And this is where, you know, I said about you know, the standards and the ethos of the brands.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I quite enjoy it when we make these ad copies and and we hit the nail on the head with the brand and, you know, the clients love them. It's always a great time for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's quite a fun process to be a part of when we work with a few a few new businesses. One of them actually quite recently where we, we were um, consulting on, logo design and color scheme and the website is a fun process. It's quite daunting at times because you have to realize that whatever decisions are made on that, you can't be changing them every couple of weeks based on your changing of opinion because, well, you know, people need to get familiar with your branding. So it's it's quite a fun but scary process to be a part of.
0: Yeah, um, it's also something we don't offer as a standard service. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So to summarize branding then, what what would be like your sort of, what would you look for in a brand for like specifically an ideal brand for you?
1: Ideal brand for me. Um, ideal brand for me would be a brand, obviously it needs to speak to me directly it needs to feel quite personal so it needs to it needs to follow the same ethics that i you know believe in and it needs to be fun it needs to be engaging i mean it's difficult really you know depending on what the brand is you know i don't if it's a brand that's quite serious it doesn't need to have that fun element necessarily so i guess it depends on what they're selling and what the services, but generally speaking i think a lot of new businesses are really nailing the branding game at the moment and don't get me wrong some of the classics like coca-cola that we spoke about have obviously done a, a great job to to be around now and still be recognized as one of the greater branded businesses then you know you have to take your hat off but there are so many companies that are coming up and being so creative about the whole thing that I think that's probably the way forward. I mean, you are the expert. Yep. You know, we were talking about this because you have an interest and you are the specialist. So, why don't you tell me? <laughs> I, I like to be sort of quite
0: simple with my own stuff. Obviously, I've I've created my own little brand, poster shop type thing, and well, my logo. Obviously, a logo doesn't make a brand, but I've gone quite quite obvious quite bold and sort of a recognizable sort of logo in a sense i don't think anyone else quite has similar to me obviously the only thing with my brand would be that from the logo alone you don't know it's it's supposed to shop so that's probably the only downside to it yeah something that is simple effective and pretty much most of the time if you can tell me what you're sort of selling, what your service is through just a logo. That's really good. And branding wise, I like to see consistent colors, you know, complementary fonts, even the images. I'd like to sort of be all standardized and not all over the place. Just something that looks, you know, visually nice and everything has a place and fits in. I think simplicity is, pretty much the key nice cool well so to end then can i please have a buzzword from you for a brand or
1: branding Buzzword for branding yes mm. we've covered quite a bit but i will probably go with identity Now, is that a buzzword i don't know
0: yeah we can use that it's our podcast does that work, does that work? yeah yeah who do we want yeah yeah exactly (laughs) brilliant all right then well thank you everyone for listening it's been fun until next time (laughs) yes until next time cheers guys